Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called Stars in Training. Where do people go to wax philosophic these days? From my days in and around university coffee shops, I remember them as rich with lively debate, sometimes on important life issues, sometimes over hotly debated minutiae of some academic matter, but always tables of folks locked in intense discussion. In the first century Greek cities to which Paul traveled, it was gymnasiums that drew philosophers and sophists, wandering teachers and preachers, each drawing their own kinds of audiences. Socrates could often be found in the gymnasium discussing questions about eternity. The Greek word gymnasion referred to a place where both physical and intellectual training of young men took place. For the Greeks, there was as much emphasis on athletic training as intellectual. Several places in Paul's writing, he used the athlete's training and goals as symbolic for spiritual training. I beat my body and make it my slave, he said in one place, comparing his personal spiritual discipline to that of the boxer or wrestler. And in another place, I continue my pursuit toward the goal the prize of God's upward calling in Christ Jesus. And still a third example, do you not know that the runners in the stadium all run in the race? But only one wins the prize. Run so as to win. Every athlete exercises discipline in every way. Remember, this was the day of the ancient games. When we studied Paul's letters to the church at Corinth, Corinthians, he referenced winning a wreath that perishes versus an imperishable crown, in reference to the Isthmian Games. Then there were the Pan-Ionian Games at Ephesus, and the greatest of them all, the Olympian Games. The athletes came from far and wide, but right along with them were the historians, poets, and even sculptors, who on location formed clay into statues of the winners. I find that really interesting. There is no question but that Paul was a spectator of these games, So familiar was he with the contests and the brilliant parallels to the life of an authentic follower of Jesus Christ. Discipline was a beautiful thing to Brother Paul. He demanded of himself and taught us that God requires it of his children. Take a look at today's passage. Do everything without complaining or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life, in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor for nothing. Philippians 2, verses 14 through 16. Complaining, arguing, should not be part of the Christian's M.O. The mindset of the malcontent does not represent Christ well. It keeps us from being what we are called to be, blameless and pure. Children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation. Huh, if the world seemed crooked and depraved to Paul in the first century, how would he describe this generation? Yet, we are still called to purity. We are still called to righteousness, because he who called us is holy, and it is he who sets the standard. We are to shine like stars in the universe, Paul wrote. Stars shine at night. Stars stand out in the night. Stars provide light. And stars, they point people home. Paul links 
the Philippian Christian's steadfast behavior with his own finish. And on the day of judgment, it matters to Paul to finish well. He does not just want to limp across the finish line. He wants to run. I can even picture him. Run all out with all his energy expended for the cause of Christ. Crossing the finish line, breaking the tape with his chest lifted high. Yeah, that's a good finish.